0: Minnesota Vikings fans, welcome back to the Purple People Eaters podcast. He's Aaron, I'm Chris, and we're here to talk about the largest and greatest comeback of all time in NFL history, dating back over 100 years. Just un-freaking-believable. So we're going to talk about the first half just real quick, like right? Break down some of that second half just Nut stuff over and over again. We thought we were already kind of getting a crazy game this year, a a once-in-a-lifetime game, right, that Buffalo Bills game. Never seen a game quite like that. A month later or whatever, here we are again. It's just – which begs the question of a hangover, right? But we're going to preview – you know, we're going to talk it through, preview and predict the last home game in the regular season against the Giants who are fighting for, you know, they got to stay in playoff range. So uh, we'll preview and predict that, and then we'll talk a little bit of Gophers on the back end. Uh, they did, you know, it was a national early signing uh, today, recruiting, and they did pretty damn good. Um, and they didn't have to rely on getting nine or ten um, transfers either. They got plenty, but you know it, it, they did pretty good, man. They did really good. So, if this is your first time, we'll get into it in just a second. But if this is your first time listening to this year Vikings podcast, welcome! It streams live right here on blogtalkradio.com dot com forward slash Ropeadope Radio. You don't have to go to Blog Talk and Ropeadope and download the show there. You can find the Purple People Leaders podcast in a variety of ways under the Ropeadope. It's Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Player FM. Stitcher, tune in, Google Podcast, Amazon Music. We also have a Living in Louisville Spricker page. We're also available on Spotify as well. Um, and one more thing before we get into this crazy, crazy game. If you're thinking about cutting the cord or you have, you're not quite happy, I got something for you. It's called Direct TV Stream. We got some new items here. The pricing starts as low as 69.99 right now if you go with the choice package or above and buy the exclusive direct tv stream device that saves you $50 over 5 months they still have that 3 month savings of $160 for hbo max showtime stars epic cinemax if you go with the choice and above packages no annual contracts no hidden fees direct tv stream okay let's go ahead and bring in my co-host Aaron and as we were just talking about before we hit the record but you know it's it's a couple minutes before halftime um I've seen I'm not gonna say I've seen enough but in that sitting <laughs> I had seen enough so I paused the the game and said you know what I'm gonna take a nice little walk get some grocery shopping done and we'll see how this thing goes um did my took my time <laughs> grocery shopping um about to check out and I look at the uh, look at the uh my phone just to peep in real quick ahead of time and I'm seeing we got 14 points on the board and we have the ball so I was like all right perfect so I kind of you know went through a let a play go by fast forward play fast forward really just kind of quick my way up into you know somewhere in the fourth quarter and I just it's like I didn't want to believe it, Aaron. You know, in the seven, fourteen. Once it hit twenty-one, though, I was like looking at it like, well, if you look at the time-wise, the
1: defense is playing good
0: today. All of a sudden, it felt kind of real. Once we hit twenty-one,
1: yeah, it felt a little bit real. But I was, you yeah, know, I was in. As you were, you know, you gave up on the club and went grocery shopping. Kind of. Um, I well, gave I paused her.
0: I paused her just in case.
1: Oh, sure. I just sitting on the couch, just, you know, a glutton for punishment, just saying, okay, yeah. what? let's see what else. Can can we get a 50 spot up here? What's going on? You know, come on. And, uh, it turned out to be, you know, like you said, it's a creeping mix. Seven, I'm like, okay, a little garbage time, you know, right. at least, at least you didn't get, uh, you know, goose egged. And then, you know, 14, all right, you know, getting back a bit. Once you hit the 21, you like, you start looking at the time. You're like, it, it, it's mathematically possible.
0: It's respectable now. <laughs> it's more respectable. You know, that's what I was saying.
1: And you're like, they weren't doing anything on, on offense, and defense was playing right. pretty well. So you're like, well, if this happens and that happens, you know, we'll get back in this one. But, you know, anybody think you're going to come from 33 down at the half? Um Regardless of your offensive weapons, regardless of what you have, uh, I would say right. you know, if you were looking in the beginning of the second half is like, Well, let's go get this one <laughs> you know. Yeah. You, you might have stopped drinking that Kool-Aid.
0: Yeah. I'd say so. And and I, I don't blame Kirk Cousins for saying I really thought Pat P was just being sarcastic to loosen us up, you know? <laughs> because I would have said the same thing and he actually today on his uh before I went to work I listened to Pat P's uh, podcast on the way, and, and he's like, Kirk, and a couple people gave me the a funny look like, hey, man, thanks for listening up. I appreciate it. You know, like, it was, uh, and he must have been saying it to everybody, because even the coach after was like, I'll never forget this. I'll never forget him coming and saying this. And he actually picked up behind him, like, you know what? That's true. You know, like, oh, man, that was crazy. But basically, anything and everything that could go wrong went wrong. Uh, a blocked, not just a block punt. No, we're gonna, we're gonna pop it up in the air, touchdown. Dalvin Cook, nice run, fumble. They score a touchdown, turnover on downs, turnover on downs on a fake punt, pick six. Um, I mean, like you said, thirty three to zero, dude. It just, I, I was just like, are we really good? so when we lose this year, we really fucking lose. You know, <laughs> that's what it felt like. Like, yeah, hey, man, for whatever reason. We just can't lose a tight game but man we'll get our ass kicked and and like you said slowly but surely. We started kind of grinding our way in there and like even, even like you were saying at 21 it's not like I was like oh this is going to happen. That was not my mentality. It was more like all right dude this team's got fight man. Yeah all right. You know this is respectable. Uh you know let's get back into this thing. And then we get the ball back and there's a deep ball which, uh, I think we're finding out, uh, why, oh boy, why Philly got rid of this guy. Um, just stops running the route. Pat, he's, uh, Pat, he was on the sidelines. He was freaking out. He's a cornerback. He knew what the hell was going on. Um, the, the, literally their corner took over the route and was like, oh, this is an easy catch. Look at this. Bam. Interception. At that point, I gotta say, I was like, man, that, it's over now. I think it doesn't feel right now. You know, you can't. We can't turn the ball over again. And um, and then you know, we're not even talking about not one, not one, two scoop in scores. What the hell was up with those plays, my friend?
1: I wish I could honestly tell you. I mean, it's getting old in Viking Land here. It's like every game we're getting early whistles. We're getting weird calls. We're getting rule books, deep dives, deep dives into the rule books. (laughs) We're getting just the weirdest stuff this season, you know, on top of just the way these games are finishing and, you know, being one-score games and all that stuff. I mean, the first one I could say, you know, a little bit, the first scoop and score that wasn't a scoop and score, I can say, okay, well, possibly human error there, you know, like, okay, you know, it sucks. But but then the second one, I mean – you can clearly see the ball coming out four three feet off the ground. You know, his
0: knees are still turning,
1: you know, like churning. <laughs> there's, there's no doubt. There's, no, there's no nothing. Yeah. yeah. But a whistle, you know, so apparently, you know, it wasn't what we thought we saw, but yeah, that's getting old. And I think, uh, you know, Kevin O'Connell's making these nice political. <laughs> yeah. Statements not defined week, You know, like, <laughs> but, Hey, uh, something's going on here. Um, but, yeah, and that's aggravating because, like you see, you're trying to mount a comeback. We're at little hope here, you know, but we have some hope here. I mean, sure. we're sitting through the proverbial yearly stinker by the Vikings at home mm-hmm. going, you know, okay, that's <laughs> this how it's going to be? Okay. You know, we've seen this. We know this. Uh, this happens. And, you know, so you think we're a plucky club, like you said. We're going to come back and, right. you know, make it respectable. Mm-hmm. But, uh Yeah, so that didn't help our cause at all. and. Like you said, Rager and his routes, that's I mean, a thing, that man. Out. I can't figure
0: He's trying out. to out our court. You're already open, dude. Don't juke. Don't move. You know, like, what are you doing, man?
1: Uh, and ah, it's two of them, you know, because the other one, he quit on his route, too.
0: Yeah, he, he so. juked – he, uh, he tried to out Cousins. It's like, dude, you're open already. Just stand there. He's going to throw it to you, you know, like.
1: I wonder if you got the conversation this week about, okay, Jalen, so – we're going to stick to the punt returning. Um, right. You seem to be effective there. Just, you know, hang on to the <laughs> ball. We'll keep it for the year or something like that. Because I mean, it's just, or he got the opposite and is like, look, you know, maybe he just doesn't know the routes. Maybe they're, I don't know. There's too much guesswork. Yeah. Something, ball. but something's up, dude. but something's up. And it didn't help our cause of that. The scooping and scores, uh, all the stuff just wasn't there. But you know, Chris, I, I might go back and make a little bit of a rundown of these from the beginning of the season of these yes you know yes that's a good call should have been reviewed couldn't be reviewed what the hell was that wtf that kind of stuff because it's it's starting to pile up
0: that would be a great segment and that that's a good idea um and you know okay on the first one it does appear that he's still fighting for yards but at least he's been hung up a little bit he's a wide receiver so it's different than a running back we know even though you have a ball in your running we know for some reason the NFL, the wide receiver running, it's two different positions, so we can't have the same rules. And really, they come down the laws, <laughs> you know, because it's there's no justice, and it's a law. Dude, and guess what? This is the decision. So the first one, okay, I, I, he's he's definitely going for more, you know, but but at least he was up a couple seconds, okay. But the second one, dude, like I said, his legs are still churning, like he could have maybe broke out of there, you know? Who knows, like. We're pretty good at stripping the ball and not going for the tackle. We've seen that a couple times. So who knows? But I could, that second one was just like, especially the score, you know? I mean, that, that has a chance to tie it with a two point conversion. It's just, it's just unbelievable. So I don't blame Sullivan for fucking taking off his helmet and all that on the second one because it's like, dude, that shit is just bonkers. And it's funny because I've watched some of these, uh, you know, fan reactions and Buffalo's just dying saying oh, the refs screwed us the refs screwed us the refs screwed us like dude you're not buffalo but uh you know the Colts uh fans they're they're yelling about the refs too and don't get me wrong there there's some iffy stuff there but nothing like nothing like that i mean that was uh
1: that was well, nuts man i'm beginning to wonder what what actually happens chris when you write the you know the proverbial letter to the league and you say yeah, we got screwed on this call and that call and that call. Like do they log those? Do they, you know, how do they what's the the yeah, next do they order do of business
0: from that crew?
1: <laughs> yeah, and then what does that mean to the crew? You know, it, right. I want to kind of break into that and see what's going on because like okay, well, if you're just writing down a list of, you know, transgressions from the and they just log them away, I mean, I guess what can they really do? You can't change the outcome of a coming game. You can maybe affect the referees but they're all like not i don't if i'm not mistaken they don't work for the NFL anywhere they're like independent contractors or something i'm, I'm sure, not 100% please, no, sure of that i think
0: so i think you're right
1: so it's not like they're you know they get yeah they're not
0: full-time employees
1: technically. It's, it's weird like i don't know what but i mean i guess there has to be a reason why you write those why you write the letter or you fill out the complaint form or whatever it is but i just want to know what are the steps after the league gets them so i don't know
0: yeah <laughs> that's, that. Those are all good questions. I don't know because it, it's it's getting really ridiculous, man. And we're not the type to just, you know, take our ball and go home and kick rocks and cry about every little bad call or something. That That's not us. But this shit is just getting ridiculous now. Um, especially when, like you said, I mean, we're trying to get back in this. Can you see? Can you see we're trying to get back in this game? Like, what the hell? And it was funny because Cook and Cousins, We're just getting destroyed on Twitter. Oh, Cook's been done for two, three years now. You know, he's, meanwhile, he's on his fourth thousand yards in a row, you know, but he's, he's done. Yeah. He's got a thousand yards this year and we're like 26th in carries, but he's done, right? He's done. He, who knows? He, He sucks, you know, and I mean, they were, especially Cook, but cousins too, but especially Cook, dude, they were really dragging him. And, you know, those two picks, like I said, anybody watching football for long enough knew that that wasn't on Cousins. You could say that one in the end zone was a much worse pass, that's for sure. That almost got picked. It's it's just it was it was crazy. All of a sudden Cook shit and Cousins up to his old fucking tricks, you know? And it's just like, "Really, dude? You guys are so emotional." And I'm not talking about fans. Once again, I want to clarify that. Not talking about fans. We're talking about fucking media members. Right. I mean, O'Connell's having the worst day of his, he's an idiot, you know, like, dude. Fire like, O'Connell. Yeah. Yeah, like, dude, I, I, Zimmer, Zimmer, Zimmer. Oh, the you guys ran Zimmer out of town. <laughs> you but Now all of a sudden, town. you know, it's just yeah. like, what is it, dude? You guys are acting like fans, you know? It's just, I've seen
1: some of the best passes I've seen Kirk throw in that last game. Uh, the one to, uh, Osborne on the front yeah, yeah. of the yeah. end zone. Perfect.
0: Even that one that didn't catch is, you know, count as a catch. That was a nasty right. throw, too.
1: You're right, though. They're awesome. getting lit up on Twitter and Facebook. And I guess, you know, if you're getting beat 33 nothing by a four, sure, or sure, sure. whatever team, you know, you're just going to be a little bit of stuff, but it's still, you're like, wow. In Cook losing a step. And how about the right. sudden reemergence of the screen game?
0: Dude, I, I laughed <laughs> so hard. When they, that screen worked, dude. I was like, oh, we told them to put it away. Thank God they kept it. Because um, Cook, man, he did his magic, the great blocking. Uh, Cleveland ran all the way down the field, ran into him, but also helped him. Um, I mean, talk about that Cook play, because that was just whoop! like, oh, my God, I didn't even see that you could go that way. Like his vision is just disgusting.
1: dude. Yeah, I think that. It was an, another unsuccessfully bad executed screenplay that Cook found yeah, right Knapp yeah inside, <laughs> you know, because he was going towards where he was supposed to go, and then he saw a little eat off, to, you know, to the inside, and he just took off. And I don't think there's any steps lost there, and if they are, I don't think you can count them. I mean, maybe towards the end of the run, but, I mean, he still hits the hole fast. He still gets downfield fast. Um, you know, he still kind of floats when he runs. I mean that's kind of why he's he's not a power back by any stretch of the imagination. He's not going to sure. pull you over, you know. It's just he doesn't plan his feet, but when he gets flying, uh he can cut better than anybody I've seen and uh that was a great play and a timely play of course, but um you know, the screens, I think they had another good screen to uh, Osborne I think. That was pretty successful. So yep. apparently, Chris, uh we only execute screens when we really need it. you know, I mean that's a, you know, maybe they hate running screens, and so they just mess them up. Like, fine. I yeah, exactly. Know.
0: Like, this will make them not <laughs> call it again.
1: But Or maybe, you know, Kirk's passes were a little bit crisper, but whatever. I mean, I'm glad they worked out, and I hope they continue. Because, you know, if you're going to get pressure like we've been getting pressure, yeah. that is the perfect play call. And you have to be able to execute that. You know, and it's just been frustrating all season, but it was good to see that successful successful uh, this week.
0: Just right at the the right time dude in 1920 and 21 but especially and 1920 we used to run the shit out of them we were so good at them especially 2019 but yeah man you're right just at, at the right time and then to still get that two-point conversion because once that happened i was like oh god don't do this now don't do it now we need this two points please you know like we don't don't come all the way back and have this happen and sure enough it didn't both teams got um the ball and weren't able to you know score had a really nice drive right there in overtime there was a roughing the passer osborne on third and 14 or no he had a first down but there was a third and 14 that turned into a third and 24 because of a holding call um and we were managed to um cut it or cut the the yardage down to where it was on the 39 yard line and that is a, a hmm so we're in the 50s here, should we try to end it? What was going through your head when we're at the 39-yard line and we decide to punt? Obviously our defense was playing better this game so that plays into his decision.
1: Uh you don't have Matt Prater, you don't have uh the what's it Tucker from you just yeah. don't <laughs> you have no faith <laughs> in, in Joseph in a big time spot uh, over 50 yards.
0: This proves it. You know?
1: Yeah, there's no one in the state that has over 50 yards. And you know, when we get to the end of the game, I mean, how many people were sweating bullets at that point? I mean, But you know, we got all the extra points, Chris. So. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's true. A, a silver lining there. We needed a, each and every one of them. But yeah, I mean, I didn't have a problem with it. I think, yeah. considering your kicking situation, considering you know the point in the game, um, and the biggest point, like you said, your defense is playing well. Uh, go ahead and punt it. No problem with that. That was a good call.
0: I agree. I definitely agree. And then there was uh, Pittman stretched out, just barely. Nice play. They went to Pittman every other play uh, on a third and nine. But we did start to apply some pressure in the second half. Uh, they really were blitzing a whole lot it's like we've never seen it. I think it was a third and nine. Got to the quarterback, put it up. Um, what's his toes? Almost buying him almost got the pick that kind of looked like earlier this year when we were destroying uh, our guy Rogers and he threw that one up. I mean, it was like, okay. Then we got the ball back um, an absolute threading of the needle to Thielen on that, that first down. Uh, Osborne had a nice play where he broke, it was probably like an eight yard pickup. He broke like one or two tackles, got it to 15. And then that little, basically kind of like a wide receiver screen too, to, to Jefferson. Um, which was blocked really well, and he got a couple extra yards like he does, and he, you know, he got it up to where you're like, okay, it's 40 yards. Did you have your eyes open, sir? How were you dealing with, you know, because they called the a timeout, of course. How were you? What, what was? I mean, we all know what we were all going through as far as you know. Oh fuck, you know, we're gonna miss this one. But did you? Were you able to look? Did you just put the sound up? Did you have eyes on it?
1: I did, and I said. Not going to lie, I said he's not going to make this kick. It just <laughs> yeah, fitting to me. I, 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 actually, <laughs> I tweeted it out, and now I did. Like, I saw your tweet that said a lot of people scrambling to delete tweets. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Guilty as charged <laughs> because I <laughs> yeah. tweeted out he's going to miss this. It just seems, you know, and that sucks that we're conditioned to think so. But it just seemed like that would be, you know, something to talk about all week. It's like, you know, we had it. We just added it blah, blah, but. Mm-hmm. That guy, he kicked it. He made it. Uh, I think, you know, I saw earlier today that, uh, Thielen was mic'd up. There's a little mic'd up section on YouTube. Okay. And Thielen, he goes to the bench before the kick. He goes, I can't look. But then he realized yeah. that he was mic'd up. And he's, and yeah, goes, yeah. Okay, Greg, right down the middle, buddy. Right. <laughs> he's like, I can't he look. it off at this. right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he realized he was mic'd. But yeah, it was, you know, I had no faith. And that's the problem. No, me neither. You know, I had no faith. And that's, yeah. They brought in another guy, the Blankenship kid from Georgia who's been bounced around for a while. And I I don't understand why he got drafted by – I understand why he got drafted by Indianapolis, but I don't understand why he's been bouncing around. I thought he was a pretty good kicker. Nonetheless, he's somewhere in the building, and that makes me feel a little bit better about it. But, yeah, I mean, kudos to Greg Joseph. a Big-time kick, you know. I want him to save those for later. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> if I could bank those, you know, I would <laughs> yeah. do that, but it still uh, yeah. came off
0: ugly, dude, uh, didn't it? Yeah. It, it still was like ugh, ugh. I closed my eyes, put the volume up and closed my eyes. I didn't watch it. I didn't want to watch it. I just didn't want to watch it. I just listened to it like it was uh 1932 and I was listening on the radio. I couldn't do yeah. it
1: Aaron. Couldn't do yeah. it. I understand you completely. I was in, you know, almost comic fashion at that time. I was like I just you know, I got to I got to see this. I mean, after you yeah. saw the first half, uh, paying for a ticket for that, I wasn't there, but imagine the people that were. Oh, my God. were out everywhere. <laughs> yeah, rightfully so, rightfully so. Yeah, rightfully yeah. so. It was probably the worst half of football that oh, yeah. I sat through. Oh, yeah, because you know, at least
0: we had chances with the Dallas stuff to make it a decent game in the first half. Ooh, not this one.
1: Right. I mean, I'd rather get you – know, if you're going to do that, I mean, if the Dallas game was a tough one. I thought, you know, the Philly game was too – too close too early in the season to really affect you you know you're yeah. like, okay, oh, yeah, it could be this could be that but plus know, we had at those least, four
0: drives you know where we didn't do anything but we were moving yeah. the ball you know we're getting back in the game and stuff you know
1: but could you imagine i mean would greg joseph be on this squad no had he not I, don't made that so. pick?
0: I don't think so i don't I do think, so think so i do not think so that's a great question i don't think so because yep. why because <laughs> mentally he's fucked anyway you know, what, you're, you're helping the guy out,
1: actually, you know? Yeah, I mean, imagine your team fights struggles for uh, a half. You know, biggest would have been, quote-unquote, the biggest comeback yeah. in NFL history. <laughs> All you got to do is make a, what was it, 40-something, 41? one? Yeah, 40. 40 yep. you know, standard kick, you know? Hmm? If he'd have missed that, uh, mm. well, we'd be talking about it. <laughs> It'd be another uh, calendar of calamity moment.
0: It would have been such a long... Freaking week to come all the way back like that, man. That, uh yeah, it 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 was just crazy, man. And when you look at like what Osborne, Jefferson, Cook, and Cousins did, in the and we say second half, but that shit didn't start popping out to like five minutes in the right. third. Yeah. So it's literally two quarters if you add overtime, and to put up you know a buck at least a buck thirty from Osborne, almost all of is over a hundred yards for Jefferson. Cook, you know, I think he had like 40-something. Oh, he had that big run, so that would have helped his running yards. But he didn't have it. You know, he wasn't all-purpose 100 yet. And then Cousins go for 417 and four touchdowns in two fucking quarters. I mean, that's just – and then the defense, you know, the defense didn't let them they, – they only gave up one touchdown the whole freaking game. Um,
1: well, with Cousins, Chris, you know that it was garbage time. You know?
0: Yeah, that's all garbage stuff.
1: Until until we actually got back and like it's just Kirk's out there putting it's up I I mean, seen numbers. this before?
0: Seen well, this before? Well, that's what he always does, you know. Uh, oh, and I admit God. at
1: times, but it's like okay, um, you got, I I just don't want to get in the Kirk Cousins discussion, but I still see people after the season he's had. Um, I you know was a huge uh critic of him. Uh, well, I, until, I'd say you uh, were a
0: critic. I don't think you were a huge critic. I, I don't think your takes were over the top
1: like some guys. The point being that this season he's shown me everything I wanted to see the prior seasons. Great. So I'm not going to sit in my, you know. Cousin's criticism chair and right. continue to go on it like an idiot. And I just see people perpetuating and it's like uh-huh. all right, dude. This guy's done everything. He's brought us back games. He's yeah, his picks have, you know, picked up a little bit, but he's taken more chances, which is you what I wanted him to do. You know.
0: And we know we can't blame those two picks on the
1: no. There's no No, there. and even if you could Yeah, even that's if okay. okay, well he made up for it.
0: You took yeah, a shot. Let's say those yep. were both his. Right. That's and I'm not point. saying
1: he's going to be out here gunslinging like Favre. That's not Cousins. Go but, ahead. you know, to loosen up a little bit, I I'm, i couldn't be more happy with him. And I guess that was our way of uh, congratulating Greg Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. No shit. <laughs>
0: that's funny. That's hilarious. Um, And, you know, it was the first half, a lot of hits, I think eight of them. They only got to 11, though. Uh, so the offensive line in the second half played much better too. They did have ten PBU's. The Colts defense did, so they were it was tight coverage like we've seen all year. Um, but on the flip side, we got seven hits. The second on the on the quarterback blitz and blitz and six tackles for loss. I think five of them in the second half. Um, it, it what the defense was kind of before the last couple of weeks. It was basically doing what we needed to do. You know, turning they did turn the ball over for them. Maybe they didn't get those, you know, those scoop and scores. Should have had 14 points there, but or at least seven. But they did turn them over. They did stop them when they needed to with a big freaking quarterback that could get that first down on the QB snake. And Kendrick's had like 12 tackles. I think seven of them solo. Four tackles for a loss. Phillips had 10 tackles. Um, our guy, Duke. Played very well, had two or three PBU's. Um, it was it was a thing of beauty, dude. I mean, it, it was four seven punts in the second half and OT. Had that fumble should have counted. Had the turnover on downs. The defense was what we thought it was earlier before these last four games, where it, it literally it bent, but it didn't break it. It to be honest with you, it barely bent this year or this game because it was on a short field like crazy, so they had the lead and they could run. So it made it tough to stop the run. But overall, man, they were pretty much lights
1: out. Yeah, they give up 22 points, which you know isn't terrible. Now I'm not going to let them off the hook. I mean, the last four games sure. were were bad. Um, yeah, and and there's documented you know video I sent you, and it's been also passed around the internet a little bit, kind of detailing it. I don't think they're off the hook. I don't think they're magically fixed. Um, I still think it's going to be a bit of a struggle, but it, it seems like the vets, when it's time, you know, they can figure something out and get something done. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of vets on the squad. We've talked about it at nauseum. And, um, well, you just can't expect these vets to go out there, whether they're in a scheme they like or don't like. Um, you can't expect them to, to not use all their experience and what they know about football to, to get in there now. Um, the whole Fire Donatel thing, you know, was, kind of put in the back burner for a half of football, but before the second half, I mean, I could, I wouldn't want to be Ed until around his neighborhood, around his, anywhere. I just <laughs> need to stay away from that guy. But um yeah, I mean, there's still issues there. I think a lot of it's pass rush. I think a lot of it's interior defensive line. And I think a lot of it's, uh, you know, the secondary, particularly the corner spot is a little banged up and uh, yeah. like you're down to Duke Shelley off the couch and you know, He's played really well under the circumstances. Um, you know, he's a little short, so Zimmer wouldn't have played him. Maybe at nickel. <laughs> he might have played him in nickel. Right. But, uh, yeah, he's played well. So I hope he continues. I don't know their status report of the Caleb Evans and Cameron Dansler and Andrew Booth and all the guys that are supposed to play the other side, but, uh, thank God Pat P's there and, uh, hopefully he can school up everybody else buying him. Like you said, almost had another pick. I think it's coming together. Harrison Smith was back. I think that helped a lot for communication. Um, but yeah, I think they they did what they had to do, like I said, end of the day they gave up twenty two points um that's you know you can score twenty eight and win that game. It just happened in a really strange way, yeah, like
0: crazy short fields, I mean, and like you said, I do like how you said, we're not gonna just forget about it. Because let's remember, they were average and we did the over under, right? And, and, and it was supposed to, you know, 16 points, 16.1 is what they came in scoring. Now, obviously, they only scored one touchdown and I think they're over two in the red zone. But man, um, just a, just a wild effing game. I mean, it's just the offense was four or four in the red zone, 29 passing first downs, four different TDs for the targets. That's fucking nice. Cook. Had his best game of the year, 95 yards receiving, 95 yard rushing, and of course that big play everybody re, you know remembers. But he made a variety of great plays because 95 that's that was a 61 yard run or something like that. So he still did other stuff too. I mean, Cook really uh, delivered in that game, and uh, just overall the second half, man, the the the, the offensive line, just everything. I mean, had, the adversity that they had was ridiculous in, like yeah, I and said, seven punts they forced seven punts in the second half in overtime
1: now you'd like to think that you know this is the squad and now they'll never think that you know they're out of a game and and all that stuff but last time we thought that uh coming off the buffalo game they laid an egg the next game so it's you know you I, I have a hard time believing like this is a battle-tested squad although you know technically it is battle-tested but it just seems like it's one of these type of winning, I guess, streaks or uh good seasons where you just go, yeah, but eh. uh-huh. <laughs> like, eh. Defense, we're not elite. No. We're, we're not elite, not elite. No. and it's like, we're not. We're definitely not frauds. So there's no, no, no. You know, I don't think I think that's the other extreme. You know, it's like fraud uh-huh. or we're elite, and it's we're not. We're somewhere in the middle there, right? But it's you know i I don't feel confident in the things that you know we're coming around playoff time we're not quite there yet and we got the Giants coming up and uh, then a couple division foes but you know it's let's hope you because know, you should be peaking this time of year on both sides of the football and I just don't think we're we are but you know we'll see how they come out in next week and you know you what you don't want to see Chris and you mentioned it at the top of the show is is the uh, the letdown you just don't want to see that
0: yeah I mean, I have it written down right here. hangover incoming question mark question mark question mark and uh now, I guess when you look at the hangover tradition right that happens um and it's not just a fight it's 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 a known thing it's it's very common actually, but you know the fact that we did have a dramatic win already, like you just mentioned. That does help, I guess you'd say the percentage goes like either, I guess, increases that we won't have one or decreases the chances, if you know what I mean. So that that does help that you literally like, hey, guys, guess what? <laughs> you know, this just fucking happened. But you pour so much, and, and uh, KO talked about this the other day, yesterday, in his presser, you pour so much into that last second half in OT that it's it's – in, in in many ways it's human nature, but also I think some key thing is one we didn't have we didn't have the flight back. You know what I mean? So there's not that there's celebration, but it's not like three hour plane ride of just, yeah, you know what I mean, like you're in a frat or something like that. So that helps. And I just think that example of, hey dude, this just happened. I think that does bode well. Uh New York coming in needing to win. These next two games, these teams need to win for playoff position or playoff life. They, you know, the Giants just, uh, they did play late Sunday, got a good win over Washington, but they, you know, so they're missing a a full day. They're on a short week. They're coming in averaging 20 and a half points um, on offense, which is not good. Um, It's not quite, you know, (laughs) the Colts, but it's not good. And they're giving up more points than they score 22.3 so you know here's the thing dude we need and we said it before but this is a game that we need to establish the run because you can bet your bottom dollar the Giants will I mean they rush 146 yards per game and that's a lot I think that's third in the league that's a lot in call or in the pros but here's the kicker they gave up 150 per game so if they're going to sell out, you know, they, they can only sell out so much to stop the run when you got a, a guy named Jetta on the field. I mean, you, you, can't, you can't go crazy with it. So, um, and like you said, maybe these screenplays will help a little bit. Maybe we're starting to get the timing down. I don't know. But um, here's the thing. Their second best record in the one-score games. Uh, we're first, obviously, 10-0. They're like 6-2-1 and or something like that. Um, they are uh, one, three, and one, but you're looking at Detroit, Dallas, Philly, Washington, OT. I mean, it's that—that's tough teams. You know what I mean? That—that's not easy wins or nothing like that. They kind of—they got on their mojo. They got some mojo back from last week. Can they go on the road again and win on the road again? Um, what, what's your thought process going through this? Because yeah, the the hangover incoming thing. You have to, as a a fan, as a professional, better as a professional predictor, whatever you are out there, you got to at least put that in the formula of: Are we going to be able to bounce right back and go again?
1: Yeah, it's it's a factor, right? I mean, it has to be. You have to factor that in. Um, now, like you said, they had the the experience of it earlier in the season, um, and it didn't go well, but. That could be, let that be a lesson to them. But at the same time, you know, physically, are they, is the turnaround enough? Um, Mentally, you know, they're at home again. So that's a, you know, that's another thing. It, you know, it's hard to wake up. It's been so cold lately and, and, the, and the snow and all that. It's a thing. So I don't know. I mean, you hope that you can say, okay, well, they, they had their letdown there. They're not going to do that again. And correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, but I think this is the first time, at least that I can remember, that we faced a healthy Saquon Barkley uh playing the Giants. I, I can't remember yeah, every right. game yeah. that we've we've played. And now that's a nightmare with our tackling and our inability to stop the run at times and his talent. Well, uh that could be yes, a problem. You know, exactly. like I said, it's even Steven with what they give up. And I'd like to see him, you know, in the run game, maybe get Madison in there a little bit more for, for power runs and get cooked kind of like the mm-hmm. old school third down backs and let him kind of evolve in that. Yeah. Role, you know, but um, that's you know, talk. talker for another day. Um, yeah, you know, I, I don't know what to think about this game because of the letdown factor. Uh, I want to believe yeah. that that you know that's a battle-tested team because I think the Giants might actually be a battle-tested team, quote unquote. Uh-huh. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see uh, how they come out in, in the first half. You know, that's going to say a lot. That first quarter. I'm not saying uh-huh. you got to jump up twenty-one nothing. I'm just saying it's got to be competitive coming out of the first quarter, yeah. and you got to yep, at least show some semblance of playing well on both sides of the ball, and uh, that's a lack. Yeah, of even if it's zero stuff.
0: zero, you know whatever. Yeah. You're right. That's a great point, Aaron. Yeah. Like, let's if not they come get out, down thirteen to zip. You know,
1: if they come out flat, you know uh, what are the chances of having two big comebacks uh, in a row? I mean, it's happened, but I, I'm not gonna obviously not gonna bet on that. I like the Vikings. Uh, yeah, course, I like them here now. Um, to tell you why, uh, it's a gut feeling, but it could go horribly wrong. Um, but I like them simply because they're at home and momentum. They've got to get some – that's you know, that's what we're looking for here, is momentum for the season. You know, this herky-jerky, you know, going around, winning one-score games and then getting blown out, it just doesn't uh, elicit a lot of confidence in the squad. And I'd like to see them come out – yeah, I'm not saying they're going to blow them out, but right. try to win convincingly. You know, I think it would put a lot of minds at, at ease. Um, but that might not be the plan they have for this season. I'm not sure. But um, <laughs> so I, I like the Vikings. Sure. You know, I like the Vikings. Because in years oh, past,
0: we've been dominated going into the playoffs, right? And then we yeah. fucking falter, you know. It's almost like we got to go the opposite. we got to do the 2011 uh, uh, Packers where they come. They had to win the last three games to get in. And, you know, we still – have a chance to get the second seed, but we'd probably have to win out. I mean, there is a chance the Niners lose to Washington because Washington's going to be desperate, too. So there's a chance, but at Green Bay, as long as they win this week, they're going to need to win. You know, so it's – it opened – it actually opened at like four, four and a half, uh, the Vikings' favorite. Then it's been in that three, three and a half range for a little bit, and now it's back up to four. Um, so I do, I'm with you. I have the Vikings because I, I think we're going to see not just the establishment of the run, but the play action. I think that's going to, that's going to do some, some wonders. And I, you know, Bradbury, it's crazy that we're like, man, we need Bradbury back, you know, but this year we got to give it to him. <laughs> but, uh, but he, he, uh, you know, he had that back injury and then he got a car accident and kind of tweaked it further. So I don't know if he's going to be back. Um, but luckily we do have Darisaw back and he'll be back now, you know, getting those reps up and I think he'll have a great game. So that'll help on the edges. Cause that's really where you got to worry about uh, the play action rollout is make sure you got those edges tight anyway. So I think that's why run the ball, play action. Someone's open deep. Um I got a 27, 23, uh, 28, 24, 26, 24, you know, somewhere in that realm until they, I tried last week to say 30 to 20, but it just, it, until they do it, I'm not going to, I won't pick a blowout or whatever, but um, Patrick Jones had an illness. I know that. Hopefully he can come back just for depth and rotation. Uh, Kendrick should be a good to go. They do have a DN, uh, both their DNs questionable. Um, they got a guard that's out now and another guard that might not play. So it's, it's tough to say and like I said they are coming on a short week but they're probably going to be going for it. You are right about Barkley. I'm almost positive you're right there about uh you know not having, not having faced him. Um so that that's going to be a challenge and and over under 48 by the way. I kind of feel like they'll go over that. But yeah, I'm with you. I got the uh the Vikings to uh, get the dub and then you know, it comes down to what happens this week, too? Because yep. we don't know where Green Bay's mentality is going to be if they lose a game. If they lose a game, they're probably out. And so that might change it. You know, we don't know what the Bears are going to look like. Uh, and that's like a the last few years we've ran it. Besides, uh, like, 2018, we've kind of ran into a, a Bears team that was, like, all banged up, some of their starters out. Sometimes, what, 2019 we didn't even play our starters. So you never know when we get there. But. It's the last regular season home game, meaning it's a must-must win. we got to get the dump,
1: Yeah, we were throwing Sean Mannion out there, too. So <laughs> chance of success is slim to none. Is of he on the team? Thing. I don't think so. I think he finally – maybe he's coaching. I don't know. I haven't even done a Sean Mannion update in a while. But you're right. I mean, stop the run is another thing defensively. I mean, if you can do that, they don't really have amazing weapons on the outside. They have a few guys that you can probably keep in check but you can't let the running backs dictate the way this game goes. And if you do, you're going to be a much tighter game uh, than, than you want to be in. And uh also, you know, you could lose it. And that's not something you want to do, especially with everybody surging behind you. You got Washington, like you said, you've got uh, the NFC, that second tier NFC is full of uh, up and comers. And now the Packers are kind of in that mix. And um so, yeah, I mean, in the bears, you never know what you're going to get, but, you know, you'd like to be in a position, Chris, where you can face the Bears, who hopefully will be sunk enough where they're just thinking draft pick, you know, at that point in the season, um, which yeah. I've kind of been thinking all year. But it's you know, true, <laughs> sure, that's getting, getting ahead be. of ourselves there. I, yeah, I like the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. And I think your numbers are accurate. Like, you know, twenty-seven, twenty-two, something in there in the twenties. Both teams, and the Vegas spread pretty accurate there. And today, Chris, I think if I'm not mistaken, it was National Signing Day, and it was a big hoopla. And a yeah, lot of the guys, early signing day, you know, and what does that mean anymore with NIL? I mean, I, with, within the transfer portal, it's, I mean, I guess it's less impactful than it was, but it's still, it seems like they got a defensive lineman that I really liked. Um A bunch of that running
0: back in the future beyond the Evans too.
1: Saw the highlights of the two running backs too, that I saw, I think sure. There's more, but uh defensive back. So it seems like he refilled the, the cupboards there.
0: Yeah, they did good. And a lot of times, you know, you say, oh, we got 22 guys, uh, 21 guys, uh, you know, a month before or a few weeks before. And there's always like there's normally like two or three guys that don't happen or at least one. And then you get some ones you didn't expect that normally happens. That didn't happen this time. We actually signed every single solitary one. and, And we actually did flip some late and got one today that we didn't expect. So and that's not even February yet. You know what I mean? This is just early signing. And that's why they do it because, like, hey, if you want to commit to it, you want to sign the paper that puts you there for at least a year, let's get that out of the way. Then we can do the other stuff, like you said, the transfer portal even more, and then also just that, that last part of recruiting. I, I like that they do that, just get a good chunk of, out of it away. There's an Osseo kid, offensive lineman, um, that West Virginia, Iowa State, Illinois uh, wanted them. Here's the the Darius Taylor out of Michigan. I mean, when you think about running backs, Michigan, Notre Dame, Wisconsin, Iowa. I mean, that's teams that like to run the ball, and we were able to pull him from there, and obviously they got you know some more money over there at Michigan and some of those other teams. So that was huge because we are going to – I really like Evans, uh, and then the Marquise Williams too. He was a guy that – you know, Wisconsin, Iowa – uh, Baylor, another running team wanted them. So, I mean, there was several, you know, great quality programs that we were able to, you know, go around. So that, that's huge, man. That, that's really big. There was a Purdue wide receiver or like a, you know, he's not Purdue anymore, but he was Purdue that switched at the last second. It looked like they just got pretty good fits as far as, uh, um, the transfer and, you know, another thing I love, they they brought in, they flipped that Purdue kid who was on Purdue pretty much the whole time. It flipped them. And they also brought in two veteran guys at the wide receiver position. One's a, grad, a transfer. One's got two or three years eligibility. And then, you know, on top of what we already have in the building, they are saying, hey, we want, you know, we got ourselves a young quarterback. And we're going to give him some talent, not just this year, but in the coming years. He's got a chance to be a three-year starter.
1: Yeah, I think you realize that they need to throw the ball. You can't be with right. the service academies and running the football. Yeah, it was nice when you had Mo, top tier college running back. And, you know, Evans could be that. But, you know, until they are, we don't know that. Yeah, and Evans are good, to.
0: but you got to see it.
1: And you got to, you know you got to throw the ball nowadays, especially, you know, when you're facing Michigan's and you're facing Ohio state's who do throw the ball and throw the ball. Well, uh, Ohio state, obviously more than Michigan, but, and now they're, you know, both, well, not both, I guess, Michigan's in the college football player. So it's, it's the rise of the, the upper tier of the big 10 is, is, uh you know, it's something to deal with and you want to get up there. But now I saw today that uh, PJ got himself in a, Little, I guess, I don't know what the consequences are going to be, but him and the new Wisconsin coach are, uh, going back and True. forth about, uh, nasty recruiting practices and, you know, mm-hmm. talking bad about programs. I don't know if there's a, you know, a rule saying you can't talk bad about another program while you're recruiting, but apparently that's the, the hubbub there and PJ's directing it at, uh, the new Wisconsin coach. So that's another layer to the uh, rivalry. That would be a new and,
0: rule uh, if that's the case.
1: Yeah, I mean, because I think that's just part and parcel of recruiting, right? That's
0: yeah, especially Mm -hmm. Minnesota. Did you know the metropolitan area is the coldest metropolitan area (laughs) in the bottom forty eight? You know what I mean? You could really Mm -hmm. lay it on them.
1: (laughs) You want a jacket? We'll buy you a jacket, son. Want some gloves? You know, Uh, you want to head up there? Jackets on us. Um, But yeah, I mean, uh, it's hard to really tell with now that you are kind of a program that's a normal program, and we're not going to be throwing a thousand freshmen into yeah, the mix you know it's like mm-hmm. it's hard to tell what's going to pan out especially with the way things can change now but you like to see crops of new talent coming in and it still seems to be you know that high three star uh possible yeah, four star recruit fours, right. stuff you know
0: top um, 40 top 45 something like
1: that yeah but i mean what was bateman coming out i think he was i think he managed to get to maybe low four star and yeah you know, at the last second yep. yeah so i mean that's all the stars. If you never know how a kid's going to pan out between 18 or 21 or whatever, but, uh, it's good to see new talent coming in. I always like to kind of check out the new stuff coming in just so you remember some names. I remember oh. I, I picked out Ja Joyner when he came out. I think just, just the name caught me, but, um, you know, I, I really thought that they focused offensive line, defensive line, and then I saw a lot of defensive backs today. And then they also got a couple quarterbacks, which is interesting too. Um, not that they're going to go with Ethan, but, um, you know, I thought he played well to end up the season. Um, I got a lot of confidence in him going into the next season. and
0: Yeah, especially you know, when they gave him the ball, right?
1: And they let him throw. Games, you know? They weren't
0: letting him throw, and you're like, oh, so this is what he's doing in practice? <laughs> like, hey, throw more.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I think it bodes well. Like you said, you got to feel the way running backs are getting injured. You got to have 12. You, know? you just got to have so many.
0: Yeah, we found that out last year. That was insane. But it really tells you, uh, you know, how they're, they're recruiting, man. They, they, they definitely are recruiting. And it's not – we didn't bring in, like I said, uh, 14 transfers or whatever. And They're only going to be here a year, maybe two, and um, that type of thing. And that, that sometimes when you overdo it, you can get some of your young talent to move on because they're like, well, shit, I'm not starting next year for sure. Am I going to start two years? And you start to look at it. Um, so I, I thought they did pretty good overall. Um, and I think it's 13 early enrollees, too, and that's always a big thing, to get in there in January and get in the weight room. That's what January, February, and part of March is. It's putting on weight, getting stronger, then spring practice, then the, all that stuff. So that always puts you uh, ahead of the grade, usually, as a, as a freshman, uh, to, to get that extra time. And in the playbook, obviously, too. Yeah,
1: that's good. Key. Chris, great point. Cause I didn't think of it that way, but you made me think of this point was that maybe you do got to start playing freshmen so that, cause you can't stash talent anymore. So, yeah, okay, you know, maybe, maybe you got to start, start getting freshmen on the field more and more, uh, just to keep yeah. them, you know, in your program. And that, yeah, even a, if it's a the rotation. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I'm sure they're going to kind of go through all that. Um, but I think people can't lose sight of like, the fact that we're getting guys that would probably, like over the last few years anyway, would probably not step on campus. Um, you know, we wouldn't be able to get them on campus, and now we're getting like the kid from Edina that went to uh, Notre Dame, and now he's here for two more years. You know, but we have, that stuff does pay off. I'm sure we're going to get a Clemson D tackle here soon. You know, <laughs> we're always going to get that one. Um, no, I think we're good there. Actually, I don't. I don't foresee it
1: doing that but
0: um but yeah overall i'm happy with it no doubt about it and uh you know next year is definitely an important year no doubt about it because we know what's coming uh in the future any last words sir
1: uh no follow us on all the social media platforms you can get the show anywhere and uh yeah, appreciate everybody listening
0: there we have it we'll be back next week peace